Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers. Actually happening? Are we here where we think we are on right a now? Sunday, Lindsay? Well, time is a social construct, but I think we've all agreed that today is a very special Sunday for all of us people, and we've been a promoting super it. Super Sunday, exactly. A superest of Sundays, and we've chosen a very special place to spend our superest of Sundays on the Playmakers, which is a special edition, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. We'll be hanging with you guys here. Well, not here. Technically, we're in your ear holes because we are alone in our palatial, uh, what, what would you call a room like this? This is like a 15th floor basement. An unfinished basement, but make it circle Las Vegas because we are at the big game viewing party at Stadium Swim. It's been going since 11 a.m. The bangers have been in no short supply. And while they have covered up a couple of the heated pools to make room for more uh, couch sitting and more areas for us to watch the big game, it is a truly magnificent scene we have in front of us here, Adrian. We're talking to Brooke. They're expecting 4,000 people just here at Stadium Swim. Wow. And it, the, the bangers are going on as, as the show's going. I know. And we were going to do it on the on the patio here, and then we just thought, you know, we can't blow people's speakers out on, yeah, on the Yeah, kind of like the halftime show in Kansas yeah. City where the audio for CBS was super off. Exactly. So we decided to do it here. Um, What's like up, I said, Cassius? He's our umbrella man. What's up, my dude? We have one person who's standing up here with us in our cavern, our sports cavern here at Circa Las Vegas, just above Stadium Swim, and his name is Cassius. He's a teenager. He has been tasked with one thing and one thing only, Adrian, and that is to provide umbrella service for anybody that needs to stand outside. It's a very important job to have around here. I'm going to be honest. Our egos are going to be super inflated this next week. I mean, they started that way, and so. Yeah, for the rest of life. Like we said, if you remember, what was it, the Buccaneers-Patriots game, the reunion for Tom Brady, Rodney Harrison had someone holding an umbrella on air. That's right. That's exactly what we have. Cassius. You are appreciated. Yes. Um, and so we, we're kind You're of. a true professional. Right now, to kind of set the stage, theater of the mind for yeah. you guys, uh, we can oversee mm. Stadium Swim. Um, and, and as the party's going on, and as I'm looking at people, Lindsay, mm. I have one question for you. Yes. I'm showing up to this party, correct? And uh, I'm showing up without a shirt. Okay. Swim trunks. Mm-hmm. But then I'm doing sneakers. That's that an interesting a, is that choice. A yes or no? That's a bold choice, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. Uh, it depends because typically when you're by the water, 
I, I don't like wearing the socks. But I also realized this morning because oh, my ass socks. had to get up so early today for, for big game Sunday. What time did you wake up? Uh, at about 6 a.m. And that's not so abnormal, but you would just think maybe we could just get a little bit more beauty sleep today. But, no, we had to wake up and put some uh, makeup on these eyeballs. And I forgot we were, where we were going with this story. Well, about outfits. We're off to a great start. We are Honestly, we're, we're talking about the outfits and yeah. walking in here. There's a oh, gentleman. The shoes. No shirts. That's, okay, now, trunks, I, now I know where I am in my story. I realized this morning that I have not painted my toenails in months. And it's I know it's very it's okay. small. I know. Well, first of all, I do not care. Second of all, the only times that I do care are during events like this because I'm not just representing myself. I'm representing the playmakers. I'm representing the bet or 1140 the bet or the bet 1140, depending on what Mark wants me to say. And Odyssey and and Saint Anselm College and everything. And when hockey, I, you exactly, represent hockey here. And to have all of the things taken care of and prepared for, except for the toenails, I just had to accept my losses and and roll on. So in a way, I can understand the sock choice, but I feel like some people's big toenails are a little less attractive than mine. So maybe they're doing us all a favor. You know, that that may be true. It's still odd. And and look, at this one part of the stadium swim, it's massive. So you don't necessarily even have to get in the water to enjoy all Facts. the festivities. Uh, there was a gentleman as well as we break this down. This is He honestly, was in a suit. Where we're a different at, type of bathing suit, though. It's a full body. Yeah, and, and it's warm, one of the warmer days of the year. Yes. Um, and for him to be well, in a suit, here, orange suit, but. orange suit, yep. black stripes, mm-hmm. obviously for the bangles. Um, I respected him. We'll check in on him. If Tony the Tiger were a tuxedo, it was him. Exactly. So we'll check in on him but around 2.30. But it wasn't. 2:30. We checked. To see the, you know, just the, Don't the come sweat. After us, Peter. Yeah, sweat and everything going on. But it's, it's, it's honestly, Lindsay, I'm going to be real with you. This is very surreal. Uh, it's my first time doing a radio show outside of a radio studio. And really? to do it here. Yeah, yeah, to do it oh, here. Oh, we are setting you up for failure by, by really having these expectations very high because we weren't really sure what we were walking into today. Me either. And granted, this is a brand new building, basically. I mean, this. Uh, Circa opened up during the pandemic. Yeah, this is the first real... Right, and I don't know if anybody else heard, but the mask mandates have been lifted here in Las Vegas. So in addition to that, and we obviously know a year ago we were in a much different place. The year before that we were in a much different place. So this is really everybody's first time going through this in this iteration. So in a way, you're not alone. But again, it's setting you up for failure. It's kind of how I went to my only NFL game, which was Minneapolis Miracle. I can never go back. Because the expectation is so damn high. It was such a great experience. It was such a great experience. Now, there's even drones here, Adrian. They're rising above us into the heavens. Drones, umbrellas. uh, They said fireworks along. They said pyrotechnics. Yes. Also. Which is, this is is honestly remarkable. It was I'm watching bowling right now. In addition, (laughs) there's this screen. It's it's 143 feet long diagonally. So if you do corner to corner, and we're watching everything that's live. We were watching hockey that was going on earlier. I think Pittsburgh won, Ottawa won. But now we're watching the T-Wolves and their throwback unis. Got the Celtics playing the the Hawks here. That's not bowling. That's hacka. What is a hacka? Hacka? Not hacka shack. Um, oh, uh, cornhole. Cornhole. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that those advertisements weren't meant for that sport. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I mean, well, cornhole, we'll, All get, right. we'll get into My that, My bad. Too, but I'm course. just saying, like, this is – there are lots of great places in Las Vegas to take in the big game, but I would be damn hard-pressed to find a better place than this. No, honestly, you're correct. Um, 
it, stadium it's swim, baby. It, it's unbelievable. Great. It's great to see people kind of see some of the interactions. Of course, throughout the uh, the show, we'll keep you updated on those. What kind of interactions are you thinking about? What do you mean? What well, could possibly be happening down at a Vegas pool party? Darn, down at the big game bash today of all days. Yeah, I was trying to see. I was trying to see some fellas trying to make some moves. How, how they go mm. about it? How they make approaches? Cash is take notes, but not really because yeah. you don't want your parents to find them. This yeah, is like a mental note exactly. type of thing. Like my my dad used to go to the mall during during holiday season to, oh, to really? just people watch. And oh, this is an ultimate people watch experience. As we keep you updated with the ACL Pro, mm. uh, what's the name? It's cornhole. You said yeah, cornhole or bags. Cornhole. Some people yeah. like to call it, but Who calls cornhole. It bags? I mean, we call it bags because we like to say bags a little bit differently in the Midwest. But we oh. bags, cornhole, whatever. I dominate that game. I just want to let you know. This is also a big moment for our show. That you can take notes down physically on Cassius. That yes. way you can. This is a big moment for our show as well. Just us personally, us being outside of the studio in this mm. environment. It is our first time. Absolutely. Getting to know how we interact with, with, with people, with nature. With nature. <laughs> Naughty by nature, perhaps. With, with the elements. So it's, it's a big deal. I've been yelling at people, but not angrily i've been cheering them on yeah yeah because you you said this morning that today while it is a special day uh for the big game not everybody gets to play in the big game like my minnesota vikings didn't even make the playoffs this year uh your team didn't make the playoffs this year the cleveland browns even though they have the best name in all of football but never made it everybody has their colors to to wear to rep to signify on these days. So you just wanted to make sure you gave everybody like a, hey, I see you. I recognize that you're here, that your fandom is represented. Go Cowboys. Yeah, go Cowboys. Go Lions. Go Lions. Go Ravens. Yep, definitely you Memphis Grizzlies guy as well. Uh, wrong sport, but that's okay. We're not going to judge. That's not our yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. And, and well, let me let me ask, because this is a party party setting. Yeah. Um, it is bringing a jersey of another team like wearing it to a party when your team's not in the game, is that acceptable? I think uh, I subscribe to the I can do whatever I want type of mindset. But in terms of if you're are you trying to impress someone? Are you trying to fit in? Are there things expected of you? Because I'm wearing technically a, a jersey of a team that Dodgers, isn't mine yes. right now. And, and, and in a sport that is not celebrating a big game today they're not celebrating anything because they can't dis- they can't agree on anything 100% but for me I can't just like walk out in what you would call my mid-drift mini shirt because I'm technically at a work function right now and so I have to make different types of choices now I don't want to badger everyone and say why are you wearing the Toronto Raptors jersey from when True. Vince Carter did the dunk the dunk but I feel like everybody's trying to probably wear something that makes them feel comfortable or feel their best version of themselves because, as we mentioned earlier in this segment, there are some people trying to make moves that have nothing to do with money. Yes, and this is a pool party, though, and, and the NBA jerseys are the new mm-hmm. tank top. That's acceptable. This is true. Their NBA jerseys are very, very hot right now. I also I think it's a little different like, like with, with, with the big game. It's, in, in a sense, a celebration of the entire season. Where, where I thought okay. that was the Hall of Fame game. What no, do you mean? No, no, no. That's the, the preseason. Coming. It's coming. It so is. It, it's a celebration to see. You want to be involved. So many people that haven't even watched the game this season mm-hmm. show up to enjoy the atmosphere and just, you know, they want to play along. Now, what is not acceptable, what is simply not acceptable is going to a sporting event mm. and wearing another team that isn't playing in that arena. See, I That's agree with this. I agree with this to an extent. Because it really depends on what jerseys you're wearing. 
Because when I go to Golden Knights games and I see an opponent's jersey, like, oh, they're playing the Sharks, I'm like, right, that's to be expected. If I see, like, a Blackhawks jersey in there when we're playing the Sharks, that that's very weird to me. Mostly because – Cassius, bringing us water. You were just well, on your, on your point, you, on your job. Thank you so much. Uh, that – what does it say about you that you're choosing this particular team? It's not the choosing of the other. It's the choosing of the particular other that rubs me the wrong way. Or I, I see it a lot in baseball. You, you'll you see the one random Yankees yeah. jersey. Well, most people, that I think, accidentally end up at baseball games. So they're just kind of confused. Oh, what do you mean? Well, it's a just because most of the time you go, you go to baseball games to, to go for the experience rather than the actual game itself. That's true. I, I mean, baseball I has to get that. people in the door some ways because they're not playing much of the baseballs. I don't want to. I don't want to get too knee deep into into the game because we have this entire we have two, two hours. hours. To do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, an important thing though, uh, the three friends who have attended every Super Bowl, um, and they went last year in Tampa, although they had to sit, you know, rows apart from each other because of COVID and some of the So them and Eric Dickerson are not pleased with their seating well, we'll, arrangement. We'll, we'll get to him, but but the three friends that have been <laughs> to every you. Super Bowl, they're, they're going. And, and I have sad news for you, Lindsay. Mm. This will be the final Super Bowl that all three, they're in their Why? 80s. Um, this is the oh. final final big game that they'll be going. You're making me sad. How does that make you feel? Sad. It makes me feel very sad so much that I'm tearing up because any you have that tradition of going every year and that stopping for one reason or another. And then you just have people that have thankfully lived a long and uh, gratuitous life enough where you get to go to the Super Bowl every year. And so I don't think that was the word I was looking for, but it was the one that came out of my mouth. But regardless, what a legacy to, to leave behind. And uh, a chapter to close. One of them, luckily, it's a is great jersey, sir. That Prince jersey looks great on you. Uh, Unbelievable, Minnesota. and even in khakis. My God, khakis. It's a, a recruiting. Party. It's a recruiting thing for Aaron Rodgers as it stands before us. Khaki shorts. Literally, Minnesota Vikings jersey with the Prince logo and nameplate on it. We have to be best friends. Best Super Bowl. Clearly, we are. But he's wearing Vans. Vans on them feet. Vans on them feet. Vans. Arguably one of the best Super Bowl halftime shows of all time. Uh, yes, it's. I would say it's one A. I would say number one is Beyonce when she shut down all of New Orleans with her greatness. No love for Michael Jackson's. Not from me. I feel you. Not from me. He's I got. He's got his own show here. He's got plenty of love uh, across the board. But Prince, when it's raining, when he's playing "Purple Rain," it doesn't get more biblical than that. A hundred percent. Rest in power, Prince. Yes, seriously. absolutely. Um, these three friends that are going. One of them is a Rams fan. Uh, the That's other, unfortunate for him. No, I mean he gets to go home. It's a home game for him. He gets to see his team <laughs> in L.A. To, at the big game. Whose hometown is L.A.? But, but. The other fan is a Detroit Lions fan, which breaks the question, how bad do you have to feel to go to 56 uh, big games and never see your team That's playing true. a single one? That's true. That's a true sickness that he is suffering from. But if anything, that, somebody has to be invested. the third wheel, right? Somebody has to be the person that never really belongs there, even though they're invited and we love them being along for the ride anyways. The third wheel. It's right, you have dangerous. to have – it's like a, a comedic Dominic's relief. Dominic's in the studio and you guys yeah, are talking pop. Yeah, exactly, or Cassius when he's bringing us waters and stuff, making sure we're hydrated. Maybe it's it's Prince uh, Prince Vikings guy over here. I yeah. wonder what he's drinking. It looks probably like uh, G&T perhaps, maybe a vodka lemonade. I know, I'm still waiting for our strawberry daiquiri machine to be delivered up here. Is this a, a type of environment? Like are you going ham, as the kids like going to say? Going ham? In um, terms of Cassius enjoying. ham – 
Uh, I, I, I have plans for after our broadcast. What they are, I, I don't know. It really depends more on what you two gentlemen are doing, me and Adrian and Marcus. Because, Marcus, you drove me here. And so, technically, I have a get-out-of-jail-free card. And then Dad's you, driving home. Dad's driving home. And then you... Uh, Adrian have told me that you have plans to partake after the fact. So if that's happening, clearly you're going to need a chaperone or two. Absolutely. And I count as at least two. I need a chaperone and some mozzarella sticks. Yeah, one in Rome, we must do as the Romans do. And of course, hang out at the big game bash. As you're listening, yes, we will get into what snacks and type of things you should be bringing to a big game party. This type of coverage you only get here on the Playmakers. Uh, before we end this segment, though, I have to ask you, mm. uh, is this... Or what is your favorite weekend of the NFL season? Because mm. you have the divisional. Yeah, I, which I mean, is crazy it, it's, this it's year. really about week one. It's about investment, right? I, I think, I think the divisional round is the best because it's when you've eliminated all of the dumpster fire teams from the wild card, and then the teams that are good are waiting in the wings for those of one. Like, and, and we saw it this year. We saw a ton of upsets, enough where I think it's actually detrimental for you to play for the bye. I think if you're in the regular season, I'd rather play the wild card. I know that's probably preposterous for somebody to say, but I'm willing to die on that particular hill today. But I, I think that's probably my favorite weekend uh, overall. What about you? As someone who enjoys food and I eat like a child, so I only eat certain things. Yeah, retweet. Like pizza and, and wings. And yep. The big game, oh, the weekend, sometimes it gets a little too much. Like, for instance, I ordered, uh, I had Wingstop for dinner on Friday. Ooh. And they kind of warned me as I was placing my order, just like some items might not be available because they have to have them saved. Yeah. So for me, the food is a very important part to this game that we love, that we will celebrate tonight as we watch. So um, we gotta find some snacks for you. I go week. I go week one as a Browns mm. fan. It's the only week we hopeful. have where we have hope, and then immediately, as soon as kickoff happens, we realize the team we invest time and money into, and that the season's already over. Mm. So for week one, I cherish it. Um, but listen, stadium Linda. swim, big game. I, I can't. This the. Uh, this week of football isn't isn't too shabby. No, it really isn't too shabby. And we have a hell of a setup here, and we're not even down at the party area because the bangers are just too loud. They're too present, and you could be too. This party's been going since 11 a.m. Again, we are at Stadium Swim at Circa Las Vegas. If you're looking for more information, they do have a website that I'm sure they're updating up to the minute, just like they do their odds, CircaLasVegas.com. We're going to be hanging here until 3 p.m. Big game bash. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes with more football talk, but mostly other things. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez. The Playmakers. Exclusively on 1140 The Bet. And we are wound the F up today, people. It is the superest of Sundays, and we are not usually where we are. We are live on the air on a Sunday, not only, but we are live from Stadium Swim at the Big Game Viewing Party at Circa Las Vegas. You could be here, too. You could be looking at this massive, massive television screen in front of us. It's 40 foot tall, but diagonal edge to diagonal edge for all of us that watch the, the little thing in the in the screen. You remember when your screen went to sleep, your DVD player, your computer, and you'd yeah, watch the thing and, and see it perfectly boom, would go boom, and boom. fit into the corner? If we were watching that, it'd be 143 feet diagonally. So it's, it's an unbelievably beautiful day out here 
y'all should get down here. We're chilling here until 3, and uh, we're having a hell of a time because it's been a party since 11 a.m. We were here earlier than that. We even watched them set up. We saw the last pregame meeting of all the staffers tip well and tip often. That is how this town runs. Drink, drink often. Exactly, and and have a great time because we have an unbelievable football game on our horizon later on this afternoon between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams. But Super Bowl Sunday always brings up different memories, much like any other holiday or suedo holiday that we all kind of celebrate as a culture. What Super Bowl in your mind, Adrian, sticks out to you as the most memorable if it's not this one? Probably going to take me back to Patrick Mahomes coming back against the 49ers mm. winning his first Super Bowl. Uh, that game, and obviously the Tom Brady comeback is is one of its its own, and it's historic, and it'll be talked uh, talked about forever. Uh, but for personal reasons, um, I had a tattoo that I would have had to get on my body if Kansas City would have lost. So there was a lot riding on that game for me personally mm. and my mouth and the situations my mouth gets me in. Mm. So for Patrick Mahomes to go up against that defense and Joey Bosa and, and 10 other men very good at professional football because they were playing in that game and for them to score more points mm. and to win and to have my body, I am still not tatted up. Yeah. To me, it's one that, that sticks. It's kind of, you know, very personal but self-involved in my pick, but – that's my pick. How about yeah. you? I mean, I, I probably would say the the Philadelphia New England one is up there for me because that was the year that the Vikings were supposed to go all the way and they ended up getting their, their asses kicked in Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game. Um, but just the way that that whole – That was week, the Meek Mill Super Bowl. Yeah, well, and it was held in Minneapolis. And so we were, the buildup was very real, and that was before the Buccaneers won in their home stadium. So that stat where it had never been accomplished was very, very present as the months and weeks leading up to the Super uh, game that we usually celebrate these days uh, – approached us and so when the Vikings ended up losing and then Philadelphia the team that just beat the crap out of them comes to town it was kind of ironic that the Super Bowl week for all the festivities it was really cold it was like below zero it was kind of hilarious but the you have the the Philly special you have the Tom Brady storyline where his mom's from Minnesota so obviously we tried to adopt him and say that he's one of us <laughs> uh and then the Pats just losing. Like, anytime you see that happen and, and see humanity in the eyes of, of some people that we don't often see failure, uh, it's it's kind of nice once in a while. But that one is probably my most recent memorable one. But I don't even remember where I watched it, right? You, there's remembering the Super Bowl, and then there's remembering your experiences itself. Yeah, and the parties itself. And also, yeah. I want to mention losing to Philadelphia. Uh, Nick Foles as well, which yeah. kind of makes it funnier that – Greatest quarterback of all time. That he's only lost to Eli Manning and Nick Foles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, in terms of party, I'm trying to remember. There's not – you know what? I take that back. College, freshman year. Um, I had to room with, with three other gentlemen. One was a huge Bostonian. Mm. Uh, and, and I'm trying to figure out which Super Bowl it was. Um, I believe, actually, it might have been – where are we at? It was the it was the Seattle and Denver Super Bowl and the oh I remember that one with the errant snap over Peyton Man's he- Peyton Manning's head on the first 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 drive first yeah. play of the game it was a safety 
we, we forced our roommate to watch that because it's like, hey, this is an event that usually has your team. Yeah. And your team's not in it. So you're going to watch all of this. Yeah. Von like Miller literally Tom Brady's lunch two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, yep. you're going to watch this and realize what we all have to experience. Because it, I'm, I'm jealous of you, Lindsay. Why? Because you bring up your memory pertain to your team almost getting there. You're like, yeah. I remember this Super Bowl. Yeah, that's something I you're not familiar there. with. I, my team went 0-16 once. They didn't win a game yeah. season. But you I, had a great name, though. Like, the team itself has a great name. Yeah, yeah. And you have Baker but, Mayfield, which you always tell me is probably the mo- uh, thing you're most thankful for. Then your then your family. Baker Mayfield, then your family. But oh, you've always said that to me. You said not to share it with everyone. Good thing no one's listening. Yeah, but, like, Lindsay. To, to, to live in, in an era where I have to look forward to the halftime show or the commercials <laughs> yeah. because I know my team, there's no way in hell that they're ever going to be there. That's what I'm my, had to I haven't seen the Vikings go to the Super Bowl either. They've always been one step short, and they only get to the one step shortness once every 10 years. But I don't want to offend you, but my philosophy with, like, I think the Vikings might have one of the more tortured fan bases, not because. All facts. We'll tell not, you about it, too. Not because they're, they're always we'll talk terrible. About Eagle you guys are always teetering on being great. So you always yes. make the playoffs and then you lose or you win ridiculously. Yep. We like know how to grow them, but not how to show them. And you always get so close and then it all comes crashing down. Correct. Whereas opposed, week three, I'm already looking at draft prospects. and No, no, no. But next year. So I don't know. It, it's one of those weird dichotomies. Are there any moments? Though, yeah. In I mean, I was when I was out in at, at St. A's out in Manchester, New Hampshire for college. I had the privilege and also the burden to witness many a Bostonian championship. And it wasn't just the Pats. It was the Red Sox. You had the Bruins there. That was just right before I got there. But that uh, New England, Seattle Super Bowl that was in Glendale. So XLIX. So Super Bowl 49. That one is probably one of my more memorable ones just because you had the return of Seattle, the Legion of Boom. It was almost kind of written in the stars that we you, we thought that they were going to repeat, that they were going to be the dynasty that the Patriots had been the years or the decade prior. And it was just such a good game. And you had so many characters. You had Richard Sherman with the Aaron Andrews thing after the NFC Championship game. And you know, that was the, the first Super Bowl that New England really won since that big gap between uh, the, the, their first three. And so it was kind of proving like, hey, Tom Brady, I'm still here. I can still win. Because isn't that the same season where he had to sit out the first few games because of Deflategate? Yes, yes. And so, remember, that, that whole narrative was leading into it as well. And so I, I think it was just one of those more – um, continuous narratives throughout the entire season that you see culminating in that and for it to just have the, the two powers that be at that time it was just such a well played game considering the, 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 the year previous had started with a safety with a bad snap yeah and if you're, so a, and that. If you're a Seahawks fan I'm sorry because yeah. it's it has to oh be man that call I just I still can't get over that I still can't get over that they didn't give it to Marshawn Marshawn Lynch close I'm, personal friend of the program it's probably the most shocking call in big Ever? game history. Big game history. Might be. Yeah. I mean, you say it might be in, in NFL history, honestly. And, and what it stopped, like a dynasty. Yeah. I wouldn't even say because two Super Bowls is really a dynasty. But it, it stopped something special. It stopped the Legion of Boom. Uh, and then the year following that 
was the Denver absolutely destroying Carolina. Yeah. The, the thing I, I thought remember, that game was going to be close, too. And we, we talked about it earlier this week. Like, to me, it was very similar to what I think is going to happen in this game today where you have you had Cam Newton. It was his MVP season. He was yeah. Superman. He was killing it. He was in commercials. He thought they were yep. going to give him the cover of Madden. And they showed up, and they played this game. And Von Miller decided it was time to eat. Mm-hmm. And he absolutely domin- uh, dominated them. Um, I think he had two and a half sacks. Yeah, they came out right away and just really put the pedal down. And it was surprising, too, because in that second Super Bowl for the Broncos, that was when Peyton wasn't pl- – like, he had uh, troubles. They had Brock Osweiler playing all the way down the stretch. The name I didn't think we'd hear today. Exactly. exactly. Brock Osweiler on Big Game Sunday. Who would have thought it? Hello, gentlemen. Enjoy your time out there. Wear some sunscreen. It might be helpful. Have a great time. Pyeongchang 2018, hell of a time, I heard. It's a great backpack. I should have brought my cool sports backpacks. Holy this oh. is the only way I can network. This is Holy how I make friends. Do they know my name? No. Do I know theirs? No. But we <laughs> shared a memory together. They don't know your name yet. <laughs> Not yet. So negative. Well, if it, would you get my name tattooed, like, on your kneecap? No, I didn't. Just for the, for the show? I didn't. For your professional future? We're not pressuring you. We're just saying maybe uh, it would uh, help. Uh, LB and LB. LB, the LB grind. The LB, that sounds like a new new merchandise. No, the LB grind has been part of the, the bit for a long time. It just hasn't taken yet. But regardless. An- another memorable Super Bowl. I mean, well, my favorite Super Bowls ever are the Giants beating New England. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, but at the time, like, New England wasn't really New England. I mean, the, for the second what? iteration, sure. But, like, when you had the, the the helmet catch, that was different. You know, that was their – their was that the undefeated season one was the helmet yes, catch? Yes, the, the first one. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl XLII. Please don't ask me what that means. No, what well, the only reason we know it's because, like, the 50 shows us on our list of winners here, and so we're having to count backwards as we talk, which is <laughs> not a great proposition for anybody involved at this table. That's why we're in radio. Um. I, I, I think I really wanted Randy Moss to win that year because you had the record-setting touchdowns, obviously 50, which was, you know, gargantuan at the time, which has been dwarfed since. But, and, and you had the undefeated season. You still had Teddy Bruschi on that team. You still had, like, Bruschi, Bruschi, Bruschi whatever. I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm, I like don't Bruschi. Be a, I yeah, like Bruschi. Yeah, Teddy B. And, uh, but the, the Randy Moss effect, as a Vikings fan, was very strong, and it was just kind of disappointed to not disappointing not to be able to say that I saw an undefeated season, and so it was just like great. So the 1972 Dolphins get to keep waving that flag around, like good for you. It just like you wanted to see be there to see something special. It's kind of like FOMO before we gave it a label. True, and obviously that that was kind of like missing your your ex. That was your guy, Randy Moss. Like that was yeah, oh, a hundred percent. Football lovers, right? A hundred percent. And I cheer for people too. My football lovers. Uh, I I cheer for for narratives. It be that shared narratives back in Minnesota for like good stories if they if they haven't won before. Um, but yeah, it, it was that was before I started hating the Patriots as much as I had. True. That I guess was before I, I we guess all. I guess my hate started earlier. I think that probably we probably threw gasoline on the fire around Deflate Gate. That. If if you weren't really not on their side because they were just so good, that definitely turned a lot of fair weather fans right around. See, I, I respect your, your like the good presence of mind and, and your Thank you. attitude towards. I want to see Randy Moss win, whereas me, even though I wasn't even born or I was a young baby, I was like, I oh, built Belichick used to coach my team, right? And I just coached my team. 
But when he was on my team, he was a winning, and now he's winning with them. So I didn't like them. But I, I bring up missing your ex because I, I kind of want to get your thoughts. Um, and, and it's gone viral this entire week. A lot of Detroit sporting goods stores mm. are selling Detroit Rams T-shirts. Mm. Speaking of getting a slice of the pie, what do I think about it? Yeah, like, I is mean, that a little too much? Uh, Detroit has to be happy about something. As we were talking about last segment, the guy that is a, uh, a Lions fan that went to every Super Bowl with his buddies, like somebody has to take pride in the fact that Matthew Stafford is where he is with and without the Detroit Lions. Like both of those things exist. He would not be in this opportunity without them. And he is experiencing th- this opportunity completely separate from them. And I would like to point out in the pool as we speak mm. at the Big Game Bash, we do have, I've seen three, I like how I'm pointing right now, I can only see the screens, but <laughs> I've seen three, through Theater of the Mind, three Detroit Lions Stafford jerseys, um, yeah. which is cool to see. And like, I, I, I get it to a certain extent. I, I guess, I mean, it's bad that my history and being from Cleveland, like, I have the most. Are you excited for Odell? No. <laughs> You know what? You know what? In season's a little bit different, isn't it? I do not. I'm not happy for him to win. I'm kind of, I'm more towards not happy for him, but I'm leaning towards indifferent. But I believe he's going to ball out tonight. He probably Um, will. It's a big stage, and his boy Drake really needs him to come through in the clutch because he has about a million and a half dollars down on him to to perform, as well as the Rams. But it's it's going to be a, a massive show offensively, I think, on either side of the ball in tonight's big game. We're going to be watching the entire thing here live from the Stadium Swim big game viewing party. Uh, it's been going since 11 a.m. We're going to be here until 3 doing our broadcast, but if you think the party is stopping before the game does or just any time soon, you have not been to Vegas downtown or to Circa Las Vegas. You find all that information that you might need to get down here at CircaLasVegas.com. Yeah, you should be here already, people. Like, It's okay. We Get those knees up, get high step and bring a towel or two. Isaiah. Not uh, Isaiah. Cassius. Cassius. My chicken God. wings. Big game viewing party. We got party. chicken wings. Can I send us a break before you give your <laughs> order here? Thanks. The Playmakers. We'll be back. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. Lindsey Brown, Adrian Hernandez, live from the big game bash at Stadium Swim at Circle Las Vegas. We are partying. 
All the vibes. It all is of them. All of the vibes. It is sunny. It is clear. It is at least 70-something degrees, and there are plenty of people chilling watching the games leading up to the bigger game later this afternoon on this massive TV screen. I've been at uh, Stadium Swim a couple of times before. I've been lucky, but I have never seen it on a game day such as this. Adrian, how about yourself? This is my first time. Uh, obviously, the Mads mandate went away on Thursday. Yep. So this is really like for the entire hotel and for Vegas, this is a long time coming. Absolutely. Um, this weekend, I know how important it is to the city, and I am glad. I am honored to not only be alongside you, Lindsay, mm. but be here. Uh, and be a part of this moment because if you're not in LA at SoFi Stadium, uh, this might be one of the best places I think to watch. It's better the game. than being in LA because LA, I hear traffic sucks. Yeah, you had to so leave last week to get to the game today. Basically. No, exactly. So I'm here honored to be here. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's, there's. Look at all these screens. Well, oh, that's how you're looking at the screens, smell. you say. The screens. Smell. It's not the patrons, you say. I oh. can smell. You can smell something. I can well, smell I, the I, wings. Well, you know what? It is a big It is a big week. Oh, a lot of booty. A lot of booty um, for this city. And it's, uh, it's a good way to start ramping up because we are going to be hosting a Super Bowl ourselves here in the next couple of years. But in a way, we're dealing with uh, a big time, I don't want to say conundrum, but it seems like there hasn't been nearly as much hype around the big game this week as there has been in previous. And I think it has less to do with the game itself and more to do with how football has changed in its offseason. Instead of having coaches uh, interviewing during the, the offseason or during the postseason as games run out and, and having, will they sign here? Will they coach here? We're hearing quarterback carousel stuff already. And so we Which have crazy. a ton of stories that we kind of thought it would be good to bring to everybody's attention today of all days at the big game viewing party here. I mean, well, the big game bash, technically. I think that's what the hashtag is. Yes, big, game, big game bash. bash. Yes. At Stadium Swim We are good Las at Vegas. this. So uh, let's start off here in Las Vegas with our Raiders. This story broke about an hour ago, NFL.com. Um, it appears Derek Carr's future with the Raiders. It was in doubt, um, but general manager Dave Ziegler, new coach Josh McDaniels, are set to receive and give Derek Carr the support he wants, and they are trying to move forward with a contract extension uh, to mm. keep him in Vegas for the foreseeable future. He has one year left on his current contract, making 19.8 mil. Um, but obviously nobody wants to go into a final season of their contract and not have their future kind of set in stone. So well, and the Raiders probably want to have a couple of things figured out to considering how much change they've gone through. And I think Derek Carr, while he, I know he's not everybody's favorite, he it certainly has proven to be more than serviceable and uh, a leader for this team. And so in, in many ways, I feel like he maybe wouldn't want to jettison as quickly away from this organization as probably we talked about it uh, a few months ago. Because if I'm a player in that in that locker room, I'm thinking, do I want to invest myself here versus another team that has less drama, that has uh, less noise around it? Because ultimately my performance and the team's performance affects my individual paycheck. But with the complete clean house that they've uh, gone through with the front office – you have uh, Josh McDaniels, is, who's a big name and probably has a lot of great offensive ideas that I'm sure Derek is very excited to kind of bite into. You know, we're, there, are, there are probably some better places where he can be an offensive experimenter, but he has said before that he doesn't want to play for any other organization. So 
It's good to see, and I think it's good to, you know, make a decision and now we can move forward. Yeah, Instead of get having, stuff figured out. Yeah, and have everything in doubt, especially with free agency, and let's get that number one red receiver, let's show up that offensive line. Mm. So uh, that came out, but we have a lot more. So the Colts appear ready to cut bait on Carson Wentz. Uh, they will need to either release or trade Carson by March 18th, according to Chris Mortensen of ESPN. Uh, and the reason I say March 18th is that con- that uh, once his contract will call for his full $22 million base salary to be guaranteed. God, Indianapolis is so good at giving up on failed experiments that they send a ton of draft picks for. Like, you would think, oh, they'll get a trade for him. But remember last year when they were looking to trade Carson Wentz, Philadelphia was having trouble getting – uh, trade partners or at least a comparable package together. It was almost a surprise when Indianapolis came back with a second-round pick and the rest of that package would be like, oh, so you guys actually want to give them this much stuff? Because we were expecting a happy meal, not at least a, a mighty kid. Like, you gave, me, gave us two mighty kids meals here. But they did the same thing when they made the trade with your Cleveland Browns team with Trent Richardson when they sent yep. a first-round pick for him. Thank you for that. And then he ends up being absolutely awful, one of the most uh, bust-worthy running back picks of all time. And the, actually the Vikings swindled the, the Cleveland Browns en route to that as well but um at least they're get, they they are quickly cutting bait and ursay said at the end of his uh at the end of the season and that hbo in season special that they were doing with the colts that they want to get a long-term answer in there they're sick of going year to year they've been like that since andrew luck left and i mean carson wentz wasn't exactly all in if we were going to say if did you check every single box he could 100%. no he couldn't and so Frank Reich, with, even with that personal relationship that he has with them, you can't really go to bat for him fully because he didn't go fully to bat for this team. And, you know, and it's, it's a hard decision. It's kind of like the Rams and why I applaud them so much. They knew Jared Goff wasn't the answer, mm-hmm. and they, they were like, we have to move on regardless of what we did. Big Boss Dan was so Jared scared. Goff. Mm-hmm. And same thing with Carson Wentz. Like, listen, we made this mistake. But we need to fix it as fast as we can, and we need to cut bait. And that's that's hard for a general manager. Oh, when you hell yeah. all these picks, you're kind of tied to. These egos? T- yeah. Saying it to everyone, I was wrong? What? But it's important to be like, no, we failed, and let's move on. Um, and we need to move on because we still got more news. You're good at this. The Bucks have done extensive homework on Deshaun Watson and are expected to explore a trade for Russell Wilson uh, per e, uh, Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero. Uh, and also, uh, despite Tom Brady's retirement announcement, they're not giving hope that he'll return and play next year. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson as an option for me, uh, it, it doesn't exist. I don't know how other teams could be making that consideration still because nothing has technically changed in terms of have we figured out the legal situation? We're not even at the point where we're going to ask people to bring their ethics to show and tell. Uh, Usually there's very few to show and even fewer to tell about when it comes to these types of decisions. But the Buccaneers are in a very precarious position. But they're also in a position in a market where it could not be better suited to help them out. And so I, for them to kind of panic and be like, we got to get Deshaun, guys. We got to get Deshaun because if even if with Deshaun's stuff aside, he's technically a long-term answer. Are you ready to commit to him as a long-term in answer? Theory, he, yeah. In theory, technically, because besides the contract, but then also just he hasn't played in two years. He's been around, but what, is he, what has he been up to? What has he been doing? You know, it's just such a big gamble, but they were willing to gamble everything on, on TV 12. But I, I don't – Deshaun doesn't uh, elicit the same 
buy-in or willingness to fail because if I succeed, I know what the ceiling is or isn't. He doesn't inspire that same kind of uh, glutton, I should say. And with Russell Wilson, I feel the same way with his injury and age. Mm. I, I don't think he, he's at where he was at a few years I ago. I don't think he is either, but I think he's a lot better of an option than most teams have, and I think that That's there's true. enough of a narrative out there that he's still what he is. That but what are you going to have to give up? And the balance and check system of what you're giving up. And also the Bucks. And one of the reasons why I think Tom Brady decided was they got to re-sign Chris Godwin. Yeah. Um, their cornerbacks. They have a, a very difficult cap situation. Right. So uh, we'll give you the latest on that. And this, I, I'm going straight to the spicy one. Spice uh, it we, up, baby. We've been talking and, and talking a little bit about Kyler Murray. Um, but. Yeah, dude. It was officially announced. Chris Mortensen tweeted uh, that obviously the Cardinals and Kyler Murray had, are at odds at each other. Um, and uh, one of the, the craziest things that, that we're hearing is that Kyler was frustrated with the team. Um, he was embarrassed by the 31-11 to loss in the wild card round to the Rams uh, and that he was framed as the scapegoat. Mm. So Chris Mortensen reported that. And then uh, Mike Garofalo from NFL Network also confirmed that at the end of that game, Kyler Murray took himself out with about two minutes left in that game, and the Arizona Cardinals, especially the coaching staff, was very upset at them making that decision, know. at oh. Kyler making that decision. I didn't know he made that decision. He took himself out. He's like, I don't want Do to finish and, and, and we've confirmed that he's the one that took himself out for that, sure. That is, well, that's if that's the, the case, is. that changes at least a little bit the way that I view Kyler Murray, but we also are smarter than too quick to judge that as exactly what went down. But I can understand being disappointed in a loss. I can understand being embarrassed by a loss or your involvement in the loss. But the, the quitting on your team is not anything that I would ever subscribe to. And if that's the if that's the thread that we're following here and we've seen the Instagram deletion, we've seen the matching, I, this changes a lot of things in my book in, in terms of Kyler Murray. And, I mean, it signals yet another – pushing of the of the edge in terms of NFL players trying to solidify their autonomy or, or or their individual want and need for their careers like we see in the NBA now much different rules apply to NFL players but Kyler is also operating at, with a young quarterback arm with a hell of a lot of uh, potential as a franchise player and a guy who's always threatened baseball and so a very singular type of uh, situation with him, but those are the type of situations that truly push this market and quarterbacks forward. It's strange because, you know, towards the end of the season, a lot of people, a lot of Cardinals fans were confused. You know, Kyler was staying in the pocket more, not running around. And, look, I'm not going to tell him. He didn't have him. DeAndre, did he? He didn't. Okay. Um, so well, he was that, hurt. That's a big person to not be around to rely so, on. Well, but that would make it more, hey, you got to make do with what you can. And if yeah. you're, you're a weapon, if, if your feet are a weapon, uh, so it kind of – this is this is becoming a super interesting situation. Mm -hmm. And I, I think this is going to be the start of a lot of people questioning Kyler. And, and at a certain point, it might get to where, like, you know what, just go to baseball then. Well, I Do don't know if they're going to if they're going to jettison Kyler yet. I think they'll try to make sure that they keep him and, and go through a lot of those performative arts by saying, hey, we don't need Cliff here. We don't need so-and-so here. We'll do this. We'll do whatever. But regardless, we have more to get into a whole other hour live from Stadium Swim here at Circle Las Vegas. The Playmakers will be back.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.